Welcome into another episode of Locked on Phillies. In today's episode, we're going to evaluate Zach Wheeler's 2023 season. And while there are points in the regular season he didn't look like himself, the postseason was incredible. We'll break down all of the great numbers, and we're also going to get into a conversation about whether or not he'll get a major contract extension this offseason. It's been a popular thought, but how realistic is it? Also, I'm going to share my thoughts on the big MLB end of year awards. All of that on today's episode of Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, this is Locked On Phillies. I'm Connor Thomas, your host. Thank you so much for checking us out, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the YouTube. We're drawing ever closer to 2,000 subscribers. That's a huge benchmark to hit. Appreciate everyone who's already jumped on the bandwagon. If you haven't, come on, nearly 2,000 people can't be wrong. You go in there and you uh, click the subscribe button. It costs you no money. It takes two seconds of your time. It gets you notifications when new episodes are when new episodes are posted, if I could learn how to talk, I could really sell subscribing to the channel. Trust me, I could talk. And we have a lot of great Phillies content coming this offseason, so please make sure you're subscribing to the channel. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics to treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Now, today we're going to evaluate Phillies ace Zach Wheeler's 2023 season. And it was an interesting one. Uh, He had some spots where he didn't look as sharp as he has in past years. And you had to imagine that was kind of going to be natural coming off of a season where he had to be shut down due to shoulder shoulder surgery. No, shoulder and shoulder injury. And he was shut down more out of precaution at the end of the 2022 season. He came back and pitched in the postseason and he was electric. And it was a good-looking move by the Phillies organization. But it was a lot of usage in 2022. So the thought was 2023, it's going to be tough to make it through this whole season being as productive as he has been in the past. And that wasn't necessarily wrong. So the postseason, we get caught up very, very much in the postseason, as we should, because that's the utmost of importance. Like, if you can get there and you have a guy who's a postseason performer, the level of Zach Wheeler, who has some of the best numbers in the history of baseball when it comes to pitching in postseason games, well, that's much more important than the regular season. But looking at the regular season numbers here for Zach Wheeler, he posted a 3 6 1 ERA this year. Last year, he posted 2 8 2. The year before, 2 7 8. The year before, 2 9 2. This was easily the highest ERA he's posted as a member of the Philadelphia Phillies. So you look at that and you say, hmm, that's a little troubling, even though he pitched really well in the postseason. Let's look at the innings count. Now, he only threw 71 innings in 2020, a shortened season. He threw 213 and a third innings in 2021, which led Major League Baseball. 153 last year with the shutdown, 192 this year. So the innings count seems to be on par with what he's done in the past. Durability doesn't seem to be as much of a factor as you thought it might be coming out of the 2022 season, so that's good. Home runs allowed. Uh, This is also something to keep an eye on. He allowed 20 home runs this year, 13 last year, 16 and 21, 
and uh, well, only three and 20, but a shortened season. So the most home runs allowed in a Phillies uniform. Uh, the walks were on par with what he's done before in his career. The strikeouts, we cleared 200 for only the second time ever in his career, got 212. So that's a really good mark for Zach Wheeler. And here's the thing, right? Maybe pitching was just down all around baseball because he finished. We're going to talk about the Cy Young Award coming up, but he finished sixth in Cy Young voting this year in the National League. That's pretty darn good for Zach Wheeler. That's what I would consider to be in the conversation for the Cy Young Trophy. Now, we knew that Blake Snell was most likely going to win it for the National League. But when you look at it and say, okay, uh, Zach Wheeler was in the conversation for Cy Young. His numbers don't look as good as they have in the past, but it was still a year where he didn't like – it's not like he imploded or anything. Like he was in a position to um, help this team win. And he did just that. I, what I want to do is I want to talk to you, though, about his postseason pitching because this is the proper evaluation of Zach Wheeler. 2023 regular season, it was good. He wasn't elite, I don't think. I think he was a really good starting pitcher. And maybe I'm not giving him enough credit. But when I see the numbers drop off in just basically every category from his best years of his career, well, I – Wonder if there's a decline coming with Zach Wheeler. As far as age, I mean, what you're looking at for Wheeler, he is sitting at 33 years old right now. So starting to get to that point where he might see a decline, but he's also getting to the point where this next year is the last year on his contract with the Phillies. So does he deserve an offseason extension? Well, that's something we're going to discuss coming up. If he does, it'll be because of this. So I'm looking at his postseason pitching and per series here for the Philadelphia Phillies. So he'd never pitched in the postseason before coming to the Philadelphia Phillies. Let's look at some of these numbers, right? This year, in the series against Arizona, a 1.84 ERA. This year, in a series against Atlanta, a 2.84 ERA. This year, in a series against Miami, a 1.35 ERA. Last year, in a series against the San Diego Padres, a 1.38 ERA. Last year, in a series against the St. Louis Cardinals, a 0.00 ERA. There were a couple other uh, series in there, like one against the Braves where he didn't pitch great last year, um, one against Houston where he didn't pitch great in the World Series. Like, that's fine. Those will happen. But the career postseason numbers for Zach Wheeler, he's 4-3, and three, so the record doesn't reflect it, but he's got a 2-4-2 ERA uh, in 63 and a third innings pitched. He's only allowed 36 hits, 19 runs, 17 of them earned, five home runs, only 10 walks in that and 68 strikeouts and 63 and a third playoff innings. I mean, his whip in the postseason, get ready for this. Zach Wheeler's career whip in the postseason, 0.726. Are you kidding me? In the postseason? Seriously? 0.726 whip in the postseason, strikeouts for nine, 9.7. Uh, walks per nine, 1.4. His strikeout to walk, a 6-8 ratio. I mean, like, this guy's outstanding in the postseason. He's one of the more clutch pitchers in baseball right now. And if the Phillies continue to play at an elite level when it comes to making the postseason deep runs and Zach Wheeler gets more opportunities to pitch in the postseason, there is a legitimate chance. I'm not being hyperbolic here. I'm not over-exaggerating. No guess I could just say exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. Zach Wheeler is going to be in the pantheon of great 
level starting pitchers in the postseason of all time. Like he's going to be in that conversation. He really is. Now, the longevity of his career, he, he wasn't this guy with the Mets, which is why the Mets decided not to sign him. Dumb evaluation on their part, but we'll take it. Um, he didn't get playoff appearances early on in his career. So will it ever translate to him being like a top, top elite level pitcher in the like in the landscape of Major League Baseball history? I don't, I don't know. There's still more for Zach Wheeler to figure out. If they win a World Series, well, then we start that conversation. But there are ways to go from that. It, you got to go through a whole nother regular season and hope you go on a great run and hope things work out. But as far as just postseason success is concerned, Zach Wheeler is one of the great postseason pitchers of all time by those numbers. And while he took a step back in his regular season numbers, it's hard to argue that he was the it's hard. It's hard not to argue, I should say, that he was the MVP of the Phillies postseason roster. As good as some of the hitters were, he was unbelievable for this team. And that's something that deserves a whole lot of credit uh, when you look at Zach Wheeler's 2023. So if I was properly evaluating his 2023, the regular season, slightly underwhelming compared to what you'd expect from him. But he was still sixth in Cy Young voting, which was a regular season award. So, I mean, how underwhelming could it have been? It must have been solid. Just I expected a little bit better from him in the regular season. But in the postseason, He's turned into a walking, breathing legend when it comes to pitching in the postseason. So take that for what it's worth. I'd say that's a strong year for Zach Wheeler, even if the regular season, the majority of his pitching wasn't top level. What you do in the biggest moments matters the most. And he came through in the biggest moments more than anybody else on this team. That's my evaluation of Zach Wheeler's 2023. Now, he's only under contract, like I said, for one more year. After 2024, Zach Wheeler will be able to test free agency unless the Philadelphia Phillies sign him to an extension this offseason. Now, how realistic is that? Well, we'll discuss coming up as we continue Locked on Phillies. First, though, I want to tell you about my friends over at Jace Medical. Uh, I want you to think about this. Okay, think about the medication that you take daily. A lot of people have daily medication that they take to keep them healthy. Uh, whether it's something you take every morning to make yourself feel better throughout the day, whether it's something that you need uh, at a specific time in the day, whatever the medication is, you get it delivered, you get your prescription filled, whatever you do, you go somewhere, maybe to a pharmacy and you get your prescription filled. And your hope is that your medicine's on time every week. But could you imagine you drive up to pick up your prescription or you go and check the mail? It's just not there because there's supply chain issues. There's something going wrong with the ability to get you your medicine. I mean, the delivery is late. It could be as simple as that. The supply chain doesn't care how important medication is to you. They're just trying to deliver stuff. And sometimes things get lost. Sometimes things get delayed. Sometimes things you have issues receiving them. That's fine if you're buying a new like t-shirt. But if you're getting medication you need, that could be a major, major issue. Jace Medical, though, they've solved it. So what they do is they can get you 12 months of your daily medication that you need just all together. You can get it all delivered at once. So you don't have to worry about when your next uh, prescription is going to be filled or when it's going to show up or if it's going to be on time or if some natural disaster is going to mess with the supply chain, you're not going to be able to get it. No, Jace Medical takes care of all of that. And remember, you use promo code locked on at checkout when you go to jacemedical.com to get your 12 month supply of your daily medication and you'll get a discount. It's 
really, really just, it puts you at peace of mind as far as how you can be sure you're receiving medication that you need every single day that you need it. So if you were someone you love, would get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your purchase. All right, let's discuss the Zach Wheeler contract extension that could come this offseason. So here's the first thing, right? If I'm the Philadelphia Phillies, my priority more so than signing Zach Wheeler, or I guess extending Zach Wheeler, would be signing another top-end arm. Wheeler is under contract for the 2024 season. There's a chance that the Philadelphia Phillies don't offer him an extension this offseason. And what will happen is you'll go through the next season. Maybe they'll try and work on it during the season. Most likely, like players will say, I don't want this to distract me from me trying to play baseball. So they might work on it after he might become a free agent. Who knows? Like, I don't know 100% what the future holds for Zach Wheeler, but I do know that Aaron Nola is a free agent. I do know the Phillies have a hole in the top of the rotation. And I think that is much more important to get filled. If we see a Zach Wheeler contract extension, I firmly believe it will not come before the Philadelphia Phillies sign another top level starting pitcher. That is the most important move of the offseason. And if you don't get that, well, you're in some trouble when it comes to your World Series contention. And Zach Wheeler extension is not adding anything to your team. It's adding more money to your payroll. It's adding another focus to your front office to get that done and negotiations with Wheeler and his agency to get that contract signed. Uh, But it's not of utmost concern at this point. Does he deserve it? I think absolutely. I would love to see Zach Wheeler get a couple years extension. Now, I don't know how long I go, three years, four years maybe. I probably wouldn't go anything more than that considering he's 33 already and take him to his age 37 season. Now, you could always dump the contract like at the tail end of it if he's not performing, but uh, it won't be like a major, major extension as far as time's concerned. Dollars-wise, it'll be a significant upgrade on what he's being paid right now, I'd have to imagine, and that's why – the Phillies would be smart to evaluate what they have to spend in free agency before they offer an extension to Zach Wheeler. Think about the Aaron Nola situation. When did we start to hear discussions about a potential contract extension being reached? During spring training, when the team reported down to Clearwater. So they went through free agency. They handled their business. They brought in guys. They signed Trey Turner. They signed Taiwan Walker. Uh, They traded for Gregory Soto. They signed Craig Kimbrell. They did all of these things last offseason. And then they approached Aaron Nolan and they said, hey, here's where our payroll ended up. Here's where we're willing to offer you. And he ended up saying no, and they didn't come to terms, and now he's a free agent. We know how that story played out. But the point is, I think it was smart on the Philadelphia Phillies part to work through what they need and then try and lock down what they have. That's the same way I see them approaching the Zach Wheeler extension this offseason. The difference is, well, there's two differences. Zach Wheeler has been more consistent than Aaron Nola since coming into the Philadelphia Phillies organization via free agency. The Mets didn't want to sign him. Other teams thought it was too steep of a price that the Philadelphia Phillies paid, and they've been rewarded big time. It's paid off hugely for the Philadelphia Phillies. So uh, they've definitely been getting their money's worth the past couple of years. And now Zach Wheeler wants to get his plays worth in 
the amount of money they're paying him. And there's nothing wrong. Like the NOLA extension was super far apart as far as the dollar amount. I imagine the Wheeler conversation is going to be closer because when you see the postseason success and the regular season consistency, then you'd want to pay that guy. But the interesting thing is Wheeler's been a little bit wear and tear prone. I don't want to say injury prone, but he's shown a little more wear and tear than Aaron Nola. He's a little bit older than Aaron Nola. So if you're going to sign him to a major extension, you have to be confident that he's going to hold up with a lot of usage and another year of him being the ace. That's something that if Nola's gone, Wheeler is going to have to take on a much bigger role than what he's already even done, unless the Phillies sign another top-level starting pitcher in free agency. So there's a lot of stress that's going to be on Zach Wheeler the next couple years as the Phillies compete in their championship contention window. Are you willing to bet that his body will hold up during that. There's no doubt that the quality of pitcher is going to be good enough. He's proven enough in that in that case. Like, I don't think Zach Wheeler is just going to drop off a cliff and not be good at pitching. I do think there's a chance that Zach Wheeler could end up spending more time on the injured list, and that could cost you in his availability. So you have to factor in all of these things. I'd be super surprised if we see a Zach Wheeler extension anytime before, like, late February, though. So don't hold your breath on that. My gut feeling on whether or not he'll get an extension done. I lean yes, I do. But I lean yes at like 55% yes, 45% no. The reason being, the Phillies have a lot committed payroll-wise. And they're going to commit more this offseason to a top-level starting pitcher. Maybe a top-level closer. Some other bench pieces. They're going to up the payroll again this offseason. And with some of these guys locked down, but also questions about how long Castellanos is going to be here, how long Schwarber is going to be here, things like that. We know where their contracts are, but this is a year where after 2024, there could be an unloading of some of your veteran talent that's heading into the final year of their deal. Maybe you're looking at more payroll room to sign him after the 2024 season. Maybe that's how the Phillies view it. It's a very interesting dynamic with this team and the payroll that they have. Eileen, yes, the Zach Wheeler is going to get an extension done this offseason, but I think it's going to be a late one. And I wouldn't be surprised if they end up doing it sometime after the 2024 season, even trying to re-sign him going into free agency next year. That's just my thoughts on the Zach Wheeler situation. Now, coming up as we wrap up, I'm going to talk a little bit about the MLB Season Awards. They've all been announced. I'll tell you one. I'll share my thoughts on each and every one of them as we wrap up Locked On Phillies. All right. Yes, the MLB Awards have been announced. Now, the four we're going to talk about, NL and AL, Cy Young, and MVP. Those are the ones that we're going to jump through right now. So let's start with the Cy Young, since today is the Zach Wheeler episode of Evaluation. NL Cy Young, Blake Snell of the San Diego Padres. Very well-deserved. He was the assumed National League Cy Young. Here's why this is not a good thing for the Philadelphia Phillies. Let's say Blake Snell doesn't win Cy Young, and it goes to, uh, I don't know, uh, Justin Steele, Zach Gallon, like one of those guys. Like, I know... Snell deserved it. Like, I'm not surprised this happened. But in the random, random case that it had been somebody else, for whatever reason, Blake Snell's a free agent this year. His price tag just went up with the award 
of National League Cy Young. Like that adds a little bit more. Uh, his name carries even a little bit more weight now. He's still going to make a lot of money, but and winning the Cy Young, doing it in both leagues, that's huge. That ups the value on him, which ups the value on the market, which in turn ups the value on Aaron Nola because he's going to look at Blake Snell and say, man, I'm as good as that guy. I know he won the Cy Young, but I want to get paid like him. So if Snell makes more money, Nola makes more money, which makes the Phillies' pursuit of a top-level arm a little bit more expensive. So that's something to keep an eye on there. But congratulations to Blake Snell on the National League Cy Young. Garrett Cole unanimously won the American League Cy Young. He's still locked up in New York. So, uh, And locked up in New York is what it feels like, I'm sure, to some of those Yankees players right now. But congrats to them on a strong season. MVP. The AL MVP, undoubtedly, Shohei Otani, unanimous. Uh, even though he missed a good amount of time this year, great pitcher, great hitter. He's a free agent this year. Whew. Could you imagine whatever team lands him is just going to see a transformation of their team. And there are some interesting names floating around the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Rangers, like who's going to employ the giants. Who's going to employ the services of Shohei Otani. <clears throat> we'll see. That's the number one question of the offseason around baseball, but congrats to Otani on the unanimous MVP. I believe it's the first time ever that we've had two unanimous MVPs in each league. Ronald Acuna Jr. wins unanimous MVP in the National League. <clears throat> it's weird. I don't remember a lot of postseason accomplishment from him this year. Um, oh, right. It's because the Phillies knocked him out and they only won one game. But it's a regular season award and he fully deserves it. So even though he plays for the Braves, even though we hate the Braves, even though I don't really like him all that much, uh, congrats to Ronald Acuna on an incredible season, one of the great seasons in Major League Baseball history, a deserving MVP award. Something to keep in mind on the National League side. Zach Wheeler, like I told you earlier in this episode, finished sixth in the Cy Young voting. Bryce Harper, 12th in MVP voting. So, I mean, Bryce Harper on a shortened season was 12th. He was in the conversation. He received votes. Zach Wheeler, sixth, even though he didn't have his best uh, season as a starter. There's things to keep an eye on as the Phillies head into a 2024 season that the hope is will be a little bit more, I don't know, not weird. It was a weird season for a lot of guys on the Philadelphia Phillies roster, and it turned out being a successful one, largely, even though you fell short of your ultimate goal. I mean, you're one of the final four teams in baseball. Last year, you were one of the final two teams in baseball. And that's a successful run as far as contending. Next year, though, the hope is it goes a little bit more to plan and part of that is going to depend heavily on Zach Wheeler. Make sure you let me know in the comments for today's episode of who I should evaluate next. We're continuing our player evaluations. So jump in the comments and tell me who you'd like to uh, or who you'd like me to evaluate next on the next Lock on Phillies. But that's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for checking us out. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube, all that great stuff. And I'll talk to you next time on the next episode of Locked on Phillies.